We'll get to episode 225 in just a moment. But before we do, I'd like to ask for your support of I Can't See You. Whenever you need to shop at Amazon.com, please use my link by going to ICan'tSeeYou.com slash Amazon. That'll take you right to the Amazon.com homepage. Shop as you normally do. Check out as you normally do. It doesn't cost you anything more, but I do earn a small commission on most orders. Again, that's ICan'tSeeYou.com slash Amazon. And remember, I Can't See You sounds like a whole sentence, but it's only seven characters long. I-C-A-N-T-C-U.com slash Amazon. Thank you so much for your support. I really do appreciate it. From Studio B in Swarthmore, this is the I Can't See You podcast with David. It's like blind people for dummies. Hello there, and welcome to episode 225 of I Can't See You. My name is David, at David Benj on all the socials. I really do appreciate you joining me for this episode, and as usual, I have a few things to talk about. I'm going to lead off with something that I didn't think I'd be speaking about again, and you probably don't want to hear, but I actually won last week after I made a pretty nifty move in my lineup on the last day of the lineup, and I pulled out a win. I couldn't believe I won. I was shocked. So I am playing this week in the quarterfinals. Going into tonight's games, I am ahead 6-3, to three, but all of the categories that I'm leading in are pretty close, except for one of the goaltender spots. So I am crossing my fingers that I pull it out and can make it to the finals. That is all I will say about that for now. <laughs> so as I mentioned last week and the week before, I was having some trouble, and I believed it to stem from taking the psoriatic arthritis medicine that I started back in February called TALTS. And by the way, before recording this on Sunday afternoon, I actually took another shot of that. And so I do feel, I always feel a little weird after I take that. It's an injectable, like I said, today was in the right leg. I alternate every time I take it in four weeks' time, I will take it in the left leg assuming I still take it. I don't know how much it's helping. Some days it has been pretty good, never great. And other days, like yesterday and even today, my hands have hurt so much that <laughs> that it, it's almost like I'm not taking anything. So we'll see. And I decided to take it because I went to my doctor earlier in the week. Depending on when you say it, the first day of the week is, if you believe Sunday is the first day of the week, then I went last week. I was able to get an appointment, and I saw a doctor called Dr. Kong, and I was hoping to get her. After going to her, I don't know that I will ever go back to that practice again. I went there, and when she walked in, and I had talked to the person who takes your weight and does all the, are you still on that medicine, still on this medicine, so forth and so on. After talking to her, the doctor came in 10 or so minutes after that, and she said, what do you want me to do? And I said, what do you mean? I, I want you to listen to my heart and make sure everything sounds good. And if it doesn't sound good, do an EKG. She says, why would I do that? And I, again, went through everything. And so she looked up TALTS. I, I just, she made me feel dumb. And I might be dumb. I'm not discounting that. But don't make me feel that way. I came in and I paid my $20. <laughs> 
and another $20 for the Uber. Even though it's that close, it's around $10 each way by Uber. I paid all that, so $40. I'm invested into this $40 plus my time. And just accommodate me. And I just asked you to listen to my heart. Is that difficult? I'm not asking you to do anything else. Not asking anything more. And I paid my, my 20 bucks copay. Please just do it. You think I'm dumb for requesting it? Okay, that's great. I'll move on to somebody else who just wants to always assume the customer is right. Customers are stupid. I'm stupid, but that's what I want you to do. I paid my money. I'm not asking you to do anything crazy. Just do it. And she gave me a little bit of attitude for a couple of other things and made some snarky remarks about when we were talking about some of the supplements that I take. And she said, do you think that has side effects? And I said, I don't know, but I've been taking it for years and I believe it's doing something for me. So I'm going to keep taking it. Do you think it's wrong that I keep taking it? Do you think it's bad? And she said, no. I said, so there you go. It was just a very uncomfortable time sitting on that examining table. At one point, I honestly was ready to step off and walk out. But then I wouldn't have gotten anything for my $20 plus my $20 in Uber rides. So she thought it was okay. She didn't hear anything wrong. And since I didn't drop dead from taking the shot today, at least not yet, I'll assume that she was right. And I know maybe she was having a bad day, but you, you can't talk to somebody like that the way she spoke to me. And I haven't liked that office, well, the doctor in general, uh, my normal one, I, I just can't stand. To me, she's someone in it for the money, and that's all she's worried about. She had once overcharged Jacob, charged him for two appointments, even though it was a physical appointment, and his appointment was only the normal physical amount of time, meaning about an hour. I know when I used to go for a physical, it, I was in there from uh, about an hour, maybe more. So I haven't liked that lady for a while. Now I got this new lady because the other, the other person was on vacation. The doctor that I liked in that practice retired a few years ago, and the one that I would have switched to just retired as well. In fact, he is the one, the guy that just retired, his name is Weeben. He took the stitches out of my forehead after, <laughs> after I got back from Pittsburgh. He would have been great to have. It would have been great for him, but again, he's upper 60s, and he retired and moved out of the area. So I'm looking for a new general practitioner, hopefully fairly close to my house, where it doesn't cost me a whole bunch of money to get to an appointment on my own if Liz is working. And Liz is usually working when I go to the appointment, so it's always an Uber ride to get to it. So if you know anybody, if you're in Delaware County and you know someone more than likely at Crozier, please let me know. Reach out at the normal sponsor on social media. I'd appreciate it. The main item that I want to talk about today is the piano bar hosted by the National Federation of the Blind of Pennsylvania. It was the third annual piano bar. This year, the proceeds went to the NFB of Pennsylvania. In previous years, it went to the Pennsylvania Association of Blind Students, otherwise known as PABS or PABS. This year, it was the NFB as a whole. And Initially, I didn't have anything to do with it. And then, unfortunately, Stacy Leap, who does so much for the affiliate, she had to go into the hospital for a few days. And 
they reached out to me and asked if I would mind hosting. And I said, no, I have no problem with that. I enjoy doing stuff like that. And so that is what I did last night, Saturday night. That is why I did not record this podcast on Saturday. Again, I couldn't do it during the week. So much going on. I just didn't have time. So it seems like this is going to be the new way of doing things. I'll record on the weekend, have it out early in the week. I, I did like coming out on Thursdays, but it looks like now Monday or Tuesday is going to be the day, depending on how long it takes me to edit and when I can record. And again, I'm recording this on Sunday afternoon, late Sunday afternoon. So what the piano bar is, it started out with two people. It started out with Simon and Angelina. Simon is from the Keystone chapter and local here in Delaware County. Angelina is out in western Pennsylvania near Pittsburgh. And it was called East versus West. Simon would play a song, then Angelina would play a song, and back and forth. It's just a nice evening of entertainment. Simon covering songs that he likes and Angelina doing the same. Well, it has gotten a little more interesting since the first one. Last night's version was pianos versus guitars. And it wasn't just two people, it was four people. So two were on piano, two were on guitar. And you'll hear and just listen, the one that was on piano kind of was on guitar too. (laughs) But I'll, I'll get to that in a few minutes. So on piano was Angelina and Eddie Salcedo, who was based in California, out in LA. So by the time we were done, he was still not even ready for dinner. So that was kind of cool. So they played songs, and on the guitar portion of it was Carl Smith, who is from Utah, and I've mentioned him before because he was on an episode of White Canes Connect right before the NFB of Pennsylvania State Convention in Pittsburgh. He was the national representative. At each NFB convention, there is someone representing the NFB as a whole. Sometimes it's somebody who works at the NFB. Sometimes, like this time, it was Carl who came and talked about things that are going on within the national office and so forth and so on, even though he's based in Utah. He is a member of the NFB of Utah, and I forget his title. I don't remember if he was treasurer or vice president. He's something on the board of the NFB of Utah. But he had actually played at the state convention. They do a talent show on Friday nights, And he did, he played guitar and did a couple of songs. And it was cool. But last night he played his six, I'm sorry, his 12-string guitar, which he did not bring to Pittsburgh from Utah. He said it's a lot of trouble bringing that on a plane and so forth and so on. So, you know, he had borrowed somebody's guitar in Pittsburgh. Last night he was on his very own 12-string. Sounded great. I mean, it just sounded great. He was playing some music, just playing the, the strings while we were waiting for people to come in. And we actually were waiting for the other guy on guitar named John Dowling. He was having some technical issues. So Carl was playing some music and then and then the others, Eddie and... Angelina also did on the piano. So it was nice to be a part of that fundraiser. And it was a nice evening because there was just a rotation. And each round, there were four rounds. Each round, the first three, the people got to pick their own songs, whatever song they wanted to play. They picked they picked something that they're comfortable playing. But then the last round, they submitted three songs and we took a vote. The audience participation We read the names of the three songs and then had people clap and cheer for which ones they wanted to hear. And it was kind of funny because (laughs) Eddie's three 
were Margaritaville, which I thought was going to win, Brown-Eyed Girl, which I had hoped would win, and Georgia On My Mind, which made me think back to, and I, I said this during the show, made me think back to when I was doing some computer training at the Center for the Blind and Visually Impaired in Chester when I was in a group of folks that included Georgia Nawazik, who is a member of the Keystone chapter. I didn't know her at that point as a member of the Keystone chapter because I wasn't in the Keystone chapter yet. I knew her from there. Well, Warren Knight, who got me into the Keystone chapter, (laughs) would always sing the song when Georgia would walk into the room. So it was kind of funny, kind of a full circle thing there. But Brown Eyed Girl ended up winning uh, in the audience participation, just in case you wanted to know. And I was happy about that. I did not vote. I did not vote for any of them. So it was very cool that they did that. And one thing that I found interesting, both John and Eddie have a little bit, John especially, John is definitely country. Eddie has a country rock kind of vibe. And uh, it was interesting to see on John's part, his biggest influence was Hank Williams, but yet the songs that he chose to play where it wasn't part of the audience participation didn't have any Hank Williams songs. And that was one of the ones that was part of the audience participation and everybody ended up picking that one. So it it all worked out, but I, I thought that was kind of funny. Each one of them played a song that was an original song. Angelina and Eddie were played songs that they had written and done the whole nine yards for. John played a song that somebody else wrote and asked him to be the one to sing it, and he's actually going to release it. So as of this recording, the only one I've gotten permission from to use is Angelina, but I've reached out to all of them, so I'm hoping that by the time I get done recording this, and I'm going to record as if they've given me permission, and then I'll go back later and edit it if they do not. <laughs> and uh, so you'll get to hear a clip of them introducing the song and then a clip from the song itself. But that's coming up later And Just Listen. It was very cool to see the folks all around the country who ended up joining us on the Zoom event. And surprisingly, the audio was pretty good for most. Now, there were some times that it kind of dropped out. The one thing that I noticed for me, and I was a little hesitant because there wasn't a lot of prep time. When we do Believe You Can, we practice for weeks to get the intro down. I mean, don't get me wrong, I still mess it up. We practice for weeks doing that. We practice for weeks on what the folks who are in it are going to play. And so as the time got closer, I started to wonder, how am I going to remember all of this information when I can't see it? So what I did, I had a email from each of the participants on their bio and the songs that they would be doing. I kind of remembered their bios. Their bio, it was only a paragraph long. For example, Carl's talked about him having five kids. He was a member of the, he's been a member of the NFB of Utah since 1978 and gone to every one of their convention, every one of the conventions since. And Eddie talked about having released a couple of albums and a third one is coming out soon. And he lives in California. And so I remembered those things. John talked about uh, recently moving from the Philadelphia area, and that's where he performed 
when he was on Believe You Can, that's where he was. He was from somewhere in South Jersey. He's now living in Jasper, Florida. So I asked him about that and I asked him about the move and, and things like that. But the one thing that I didn't know how I was going to do, just like with this podcast, I made an outline. I made an outline of their songs and the way it worked out best for me, even though I knew what songs were coming, I let the artist introduce what song they were going to play. Each one got, to, I said, what are you going to do for us this in this round, so-and-so? And they would say, I'm going to do this and this is why. Sometimes I'd follow up with the questions. Other times I'd just let them go and play it. We were trying to keep it to two hours. We didn't want to drag it on. So that was my biggest concern, and it worked out okay because I actually made it so I could listen to the audio on my computer through the headset, through my Zoom P4, and I switch back and forth. Obviously, when I'm not doing a podcast, I don't have it set. I have it set to go over the speakers. That was something that I did. The other thing that I did was I actually got a webcam because I wanted to stand for the majority of the event like I usually like to do. And I thought about it today as I was setting up to record this. I do not stand doing I Can't See You. I use the other mic. I use the Shure SM58 as opposed to the Zoom ZD1, which is on a different type of stand. The Shure mic is on a tabletop stand. The Zoom ZDM1 is on a boom arm. And I much prefer that, but when I record straight from that into GarageBand where I record my podcasts, it doesn't sound right. It sounds like there's a bit of a hum, as I've talked about over the, I don't know, months after I started using the Zoom P4 with the mic. I'm not sure of the reasoning for that, but that is why I sit down doing mine. But the cool thing was, because I used the webcam and the webcam on my computer was, when I stand, it gets from basically my chin or my lips down. It just doesn't tilt up high enough. And so that's why, I, so I bought a webcam. And because I used that webcam, the cool thing was, when I needed to look at something on my computer and wanted to get there, I could sit down and I was out of frame. You know, I turned turn the knob down on the mic so people couldn't hear if I was doing anything or coughing or whatever. And then I could do the stuff on my computer, highlight what I wanted to hear and listen to it. And it just it worked out really well. I was kind of surprised, to be honest. Now, one thing that I didn't think was great or not as good, I shouldn't say great. I don't think – Stacy has a great personality and tells all sorts of dad jokes, even though she's a mom. She tells all these great dad jokes, and they're hokey and silly, and I did not do that. I talked to the four participants more so and talked about tipping uh, for the event or buying the candy from the uh, Parents of Blind Children event or doing a candy fundraiser, and I think I mentioned this, from a company called Harris Candies, and today's the last day of it as I'm recording this. And I wanted to get that out during the event last night in case some people wanted to order some candy because the candy is great. We got some chocolate-covered pretzels. They were outstanding. And Liz had ordered a chocolate Easter bunny for Jacob there. But I was able to go on my computer because I was out of frame. And then I would memorize what – or at least – jog my memory on what I needed to say for the next performer when they were doing their all their individual songs, the songs that they had written themselves 
I wanted to know how to introduce those and then ask them about those songs. For example, Angelina was on piano, and it was really a keyboard. But for the song that she did, which you'll hear coming up in Just Listen, it was with a guitar sound, which I think was kind of funny. And I asked her, and she said she thought it sounded better with a guitar. And the song is called Ever Since You Left Me. And I don't know, I, it'd be interesting to hear both versions, both with the guitar and with the keyboard, with the piano. And again, it was a keyboard that she was using, so she could easily hit a couple of buttons and make it sound like a piano if she wanted. Uh, so you'll hear that song for sure coming up in Just Listen. But it was a lot of fun, raised a few hundred dollars for the NFB of Pennsylvania, and who knows if Stacy were there, maybe maybe it would have been more. It probably would have been more. And I did apologize for uh, to folks who had sight who were there, having to look at me as opposed to Stacy. I know that was probably disappointing for <laughs> for them. Before we get to just listen, I do want to mention White Canes Connect, episode sixty six, which I talked about last week, and it's with Dakota Hogwood from the Blind Bodega at Sixth and Arch Streets in Philadelphia, the place where I worked. But when I first started working for Kirk Hunger last summer, June into early part of July, only for a few weeks I was at that location. But she talks all about the BEP, the Business Enterprise Program, and she has got a great mind for business. Her father's also in the Business Enterprise Program. He has another location. Actually, ironically, another one of Kirk's old places at the IRS building, the other place that I worked with Kirk in a blind bodega setting. And he had remodeled the whole place. I'd love to go in and see what he had done with it since he took it over from Kirk. Kirk needed to get out for health reasons, and that's why he went into the vending, because the vending is only a few days a week, whereas the Blind bodegas or grab-and-goes are a five-day-a-week type of thing and long hours at that. So the vending is a lot shorter as far as when you have to be there. You're obviously not waiting on the public. You're filling machines, emptying machines of the money if they've char- unless they've charged it, making sure the machines are all running properly, so forth and so on. And a lot of that now with the vending can be done remotely because of the Uh, sophistication of the machines where you can dial in and see, okay, you sold X number of this and Y number of that. So you need all all these different things to go fill the machines, which is helpful if, like some folks, you are hours away from the machines, which happens a lot, where you might have a location, a vending location that might be two hours from your house. So the bulk of your work may be driving to and from that location where you may only be on site for a couple of hours, but it may take you four hours round trip to come and go to the place. So that's very helpful, knowing what you need before you leave so you can stock up with the right amount of everything and you're not guessing. So that is episode 66 or 066 of White Canes Connect. An episode did come out after that, but it is a April Digest, basically talking about the different events that are going on within the NFB of Pennsylvania in April, as well as blindness events that the folks who compile this digest think would be helpful to the blind community uh, in Pennsylvania. So they're on there as well. 
I record that, but I only do a small part of the recording. I do a little intro, I do a little outro, and then AI Dave does the rest. And that's what we did again. Again, there's still some pronunciation issues. I may find a different voice to do it in because it might sound a little bit better or more clear. Uh, But you can check that out as well. That's episode 067 of White Canes Connect. Episode 066 with Dakota Hogwood talking about the Business Enterprise Program and episode 067, the April Digest with me and my AI self. So give it a listen wherever you get your podcast. It's on Apple, Spotify, Odyssey, iHeart, places like that, as well as on YouTube. You can certainly go there. If you're looking for it on YouTube, it's youtube.com slash PA Blind Podcast, and that's the at sign before that if I didn't mention it, at PA Blind Podcast. Same thing on Twitter, at PA Blind Podcast there as well. So give it a look or listen. I mean, there's nothing to look at except a static image on YouTube, just like this podcast on YouTube. That brings us to Just Listen. As I mentioned earlier, this week's Just Listen is going to have some clips from last night's Piano Bar, and we're going to listen to Angelina Angelsic. She prefers to go just by Angelina. We're going to listen to Angelina first talk about this song that she wrote called Ever Since You Left Me, and then we're going to hear a small clip of it. If you want to see more from Angelina, you can check out our YouTube channel by going to angelinasings.us, and that'll take you right to her YouTube channel. She has a great voice, and she's got a lot of videos up there, so go check her out. Again, angelinasings.us, and you can listen to her there. But here is this week's Just Listen with Angelina. Story behind it, it is called Ever Since You Left Me, and I wrote this song about my best friend of three years who had graduated high school last year and moved out of state for college. And so um, after he had left, I was sitting at my piano the one night and I was like, hmm, why not write a song about, why not write a song about him while he's not here? Because... I miss him, and I just thought that it would be a really nice idea to just write my own little song about him. Here it goes. So this is Ever Since You Left Me. things. 
does have an incredible voice, and I'd love to listen to... She's in a band called Spectrum Band uh, out in Pittsburgh. And there is something on Spotify by that band. They did a Christmas song. I think it was Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. I haven't found it. If I find it by the time I do the show notes, I will put a link there. But go check out her YouTube channel again. It's angelinasings.us. And you can find all of her YouTube stuff. She's 17. She's a a junior in high school and has a great voice. So go check it out. Now we have John Dowling Jr. John, originally from the Philadelphia area, now in Florida. And how nice that is. That sounds very nice to me. (laughs) And it was funny because last night when he was talking, it was a beautiful day there. We were under a severe thunderstorm warning and a tornado watch when we were doing this show People out in the western end of the state were still getting some torrential thunderstorms, and uh, fortunately, we didn't lose power, so I was able <laughs> I was able to continue on. So this song by John is one that was not written by him, but by a friend who said he was the one. The friend wanted him to sing this and do this song. Here is John Dowling Jr. on Just Listen. Well, uh, so my friend, uh, my friend Jimmy Hill from Austin, Texas, he wrote a song a couple of years ago about a breakup that he uh, went through. And uh, when he wrote it, he told me that he only heard one person on this song, and that person was me. And uh, I'm going to be releasing it as a single here pretty soon, hopefully, once we get all the copyright stuff figured out. Um, but this is called Goodbye July, and it's very reminiscent of... Uh, Hank Williams and uh, some Johnny Cash in there as well. All right, here we go. Why did you go and leave me blue? It was nice reconnecting with John. John has been on at least one Believe You Can, maybe two, I don't remember. I know he was on last year's version. That would be Believe You Can 2022. (laughs) And we also had him on White Cane's Connect last year in the lead up to Believe You Can. So he's got a lot going on. He's hoping that he is able to release that song in the next couple of months once all the copyright stuff has been worked out and so forth. So... Again, John, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you allowing me to play that track. And same thing with Angelina. I appreciate them allowing me to play those clips. And again, check them out on the various places I mentioned. And that is all I have for you this week on episode 225 of I Can't See You. Please reach out on social media at David Benj, D-A-V-I-D-B-E-N-J, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
LinkedIn, and YouTube, where you can also listen to the podcast like Ziggy does. We are going way back, and Ziggy listened to one of the Blind Bodega episodes the other day when Liz and I ran out. I I don't know if he likes it or not. (laughs) But you can certainly connect with me on those, or you can reach out via email. I can't see you podcast at gmail.com. I can't see you podcast at gmail.com. You can also call 646-926-6350. You've got up to three minutes. Please leave your name or a nickname and the town that you're calling from if you do leave a voicemail. And more than likely, unless the audio quality is completely trash, I will use it on an upcoming episode. Again, 646-926-6350. I would love to hear from you, whether you love the show, hate the show, want to see something, have an idea for a blind boss. Lisa texted me a little while ago saying that she has someone that may be a good fit for blind bosses. She is traveling for her birthday this weekend. Oh, and happy birthday to Lisa as I record this. It is a big one for her today. April 2nd is her birthday. So if you have her contact information or you can reach out on Twitter at by Lisa Bryant, that's B-Y-L-I-S-A-B-R-Y-A-N-T on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. I do appreciate it. Show notes are available at ICan'tSeeYou.com slash 225. That's ICan'tSeeYou.com slash 225. Remember, I Can't See You sounds like a whole sentence, but it's only seven characters long. I-C-A-N-T-C-U.com slash 225. Thanks again for listening. Be well, stay safe, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the I Can't See You podcast with David. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And don't forget to share the podcast with your friends.